0: Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Oh, Father, we love you and exalt you. So here's the compliment that I want to give to this house That we are not a quiet house I always said when I was coaching Any gym that was a quiet gym Was a losing program We had noise in the gym Or on the football field At practice, pre-game, post-game It didn't matter I don't want this to be a quiet house Heaven is alive And it is filled with the joy of the Lord Okay Now watch this You might be sitting there this morning saying, gosh, I got to tell you, Dennis, uh, that's not really my nature. Well, switch gears and take his nature because his nature will cause you to praise him before the rocks show up and shine. So I just encourage you this morning, don't hold back. If you've got a praise on the inside and you have a shout unto the Lord, I want you to do that. I expect for you to do that. That's a sign of an overcoming individual. Amen. So as I was watching and you were watching, the Spirit of the Lord gave this to me, and I want to give it to you. His presence over His presence. Yes? Let me explain that. You saw it. You know Psalm 23. You know it very well. Do you not? He will give you His presence in the presence of your enemies. So God's presence supersedes the presence of darkness. Change your lenses and rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice turn to your neighbor and say you carry his presence now finish this therefore darkness has to leave absolutely absolutely it is a biblical principle that we are light carriers and you have the light of the gospel within you oh man the Lord is here I just want to welcome all of you under the sound of the gospel I want to welcome you to the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit I join you in this opportunity to hear from God's heart this morning in a moment I want to start a message that I'll finish next week entitled are you a success but before I do that this coming week I'm going to play hooky I didn't say hooker I said hooky we have Q-tips if you need them I, I, I kind of enjoy once a year going down and watching uh, my favorite team that doesn't go anywhere. Now you know that's a favorite team. When your team doesn't go anywhere and you're still following them after 90 years, <gasps> did you hear that? He said he was 90 years of age. I didn't say that. But this coming Wednesday, uh, Joshua and I are going to play hooky and head down to Tampa. And what? That's not my favorite team. They've already been to the World Series. In my lifetime, I've, I'm still waiting on the Lord to do miracles in Cleveland. Gosh, I thought back in the days of Bernie Kosar, after he had been down here in Florida, he could come back home and get it done. Close, but then there was John Elway. So this kind of, okay, enough sports, right? I didn't come here for that. I thought the word of the Lord was going to be preached. God is more comfortable with us than we are with ourselves Learn to become comfortable with who you are in Christ. People will want to be around you. That was another little nugget right there. So this coming Wednesday, um, I'm glad she's out right now because she's actually in. Turn to your spouse if you're by them and say, you're in, not out. Good, 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 good. Because, in fact, some of them don't even know this. But Wednesday, I had a chance to talk to the young people about going through hell. In life experiences. And yes, we use that word. And yes, it was Winston Churchill who said, when you're going through hell, go through. So you may be in a dark place right now. I promise you, you have the light of the gospel. You have greater fire in you than Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego faced. Well, I'm about to preach and you're still sitting there. You have the light of the gospel. You have the fire of God. You will go through. So we kind of wrap things up Wednesday night telling our young ladies that they are princesses. And that our young meet men need to learn to treat them as a princess. And so this coming Wednesday night, while I play hooky, I'm even gonna kinda of leave a little early from school. Please do not call anyone, it's okay. I'm gonna let them know in advance that I'm playing hooky. Not all day, but I am going to exit early. And I've decided, I think Miss Ruby is gonna be one of our individuals to make sure everybody gets to the buses. Amen. you need to step up because ladies have. Man, God's all over this place. The ladies in the body of Christ have always been willing to stand up and step up. It's time for men to shun all of the nonsense of this world system, what tells you how to be successful, and join others in the ranks of the kingdom. Because it's more important what you do in the kingdom than what you do in your own world. So step out, step in, and step up. Step out of the world... Step in Christ and step up for the gospel. Man, I could, I, I could close the prayer right there and say, God just did it all right there. So how many men are ready to step up? I need men, young men, young men, younger men. And those of us that are super young, I'd like to see men stand all over this house this morning, ready to step up, step in to what God has for you. Look at this. Come on, ladies. What about it? Don't you want to give them a good round of applause? All right, let me pray over our men. Father, I thank you for the men that are standing and new men that are coming in and men from all walks of life because we have found that it is good to follow God. We thank you that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I thank you for that this morning and I declare and decree that there are men, not just in this house, in the body of Christ that are stepping up, stepping in to the plan of the Father. Go men, go men, go men. And all of God's people said, Amen. Let's give God praise. Ah. Ah. So why was I talking about baseball? Oh, how many of you love a doubleheader? I mean, I can take a little bit of baseball, but it's so slow. I think last year when I took Joshua down to Tampa, I actually kind of went a couple times. It was like, you know it's a slow game. I mean, if you've been around basketball and you've coached basketball, that game's going like this. Baseball is like, ever so slow I mean they don't hardly even sprint out to the outfield it's like are you serious so today's a doubleheader. it's not a requirement and it's not being legalistic but I, I know there's a sure word coming for all the ministries this afternoon from coach Curtis Stacey oh he changed the introduction Curtis Stacey is also the head football coach at Bronson And he's really praying over that region. Every region has the impact of darkness that has to be changed and shifted by the power of the Holy Spirit. He's going to speak this afternoon. Well, what time will we get out? Oh, before midnight. Around 530 in it for probably 5:30 or so you are going to be amazed at the worship you're going to be amazed at how God moves and the word I don't know what he's going to preach but I know the man of God's going to bring the word and I can't wait to sit underneath the sound of the gospel I love sitting underneath the sound of the gospel I love the preaching of God's word and now the hero of my life of course you know Jesus Christ is everything to us who know him and if you're here and you don't have that relationship he desires to start that today with you. If you're not here, I mean, well, you wouldn't be. <laughs> Let me stop that one. If you're here and you do not know him, I want to invite you into a relationship that is so dynamic. It will change and revolutionize your world. I was up listening. I'll get there in a moment, okay? And I made a commitment to the Lord that I'll try to get you out before 4 o'clock. We are selling hot dogs and hamburgers and there's coke and so we in between two games. Smile y'all. Smile. <laughs> Holy spirit, I just thank you so much for your presence. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you so much for your presence. And Lord, if there's someone here this morning that has not started that relationship, I pray that today without any condemnation or any pressure. They would simply say, I want to walk into the kingdom. I want to be made new. I want this relationship. There's something different here. It's not the building. It's not the chairs. It's not the music. It must be the worship. Who are they worshiping? It must be the king. Who is the king but Jesus Christ? And so we thank you. Jesus is high and lifted up. And so we invite anyone today that doesn't know Christ, start your relationship right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So I was standing this morning. I love how the Holy Spirit causes me to pause. I know you were sitting there going, he he forgot what he was going to say. See, that's the natural. But then there's the spiritual. I don't flow with the natural. I flow with the spiritual. If you're into the natural, what's going to happen when you go into the ground? Oh, now you want to wake up? It is high time, Paul says, to awake from sleep. If you're here this morning and you're sleeping spiritually, I'm calling you under the anointing of God, wake up. I'm calling parents to wake up and know what's going on in the lives of their children and the lives of their grandchildren. Sometimes we're more interested in what other people have going on than in our own families. Get involved with your families. Men and ladies, wake up. Wake up spiritually. Wake up in Jesus' name. Wow. That'll be on page 7 of my notes and I've only got 3. Sorry. Wow, the Spirit of the Lord. So I was up early this morning just thinking about what is like to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and maybe you're here and you haven't started that relationship I am still overwhelmed at what God's done in my life I, I am blown away with what God has provided how he has led me and, and on my father's my earthly father's tombstone it says Jesus led me all the way and I got sucked right into that I got sucked right into that even when I was trying desperately to walk away from it man the spirit of the Lord shoo, Pulled me right into that And now I wouldn't want it any other way And I started thinking about Andrew Crouch this morning And I went and I found that song My tribute To God be the glory And man I want to tell you something There is a lot to be said About the power of the cross And if you lay your burdens down The cross will enable you To walk in victory Uh, So lay down whatever's bothering you today Lay it down Lay it down. You know what? I am so comfortable because, you know, I work in the schools and I work with athletes. I would be so comfortable if someone felt the impulse of the Spirit of God and you just wanted to run up here and throw something down at the foot of the cross. That wouldn't bother me. That wouldn't be out of line. That wouldn't be out of order. I tell you what is out of order, when the flesh dominates the Spirit. Oh, let me preach here this morning. And the church is inundated with the flesh. I said the church, the body of Christ. What do you do? I'm calling you to wake up. I'm calling you to wake up. The church is inundated with the flesh. And only fleshly people would be intimidated by the spirit of God. His name was Judas. His name was Pilate. His name was the Roman government. But Jesus Christ knew that ultimate success wasn't through the lenses of the world it was going to be through the cross at an open tomb oh Jesus man the anointing of the Lord so I'm listening to Andrew Crouch this morning and my tribute and to God be the glory and you know he had some rough passages and see that's the danger when you live in the natural when you hear someone's name and you remember some areas where they failed automatically the natural supersedes the spiritual come on now church But boy, when you walk in the Spirit, you know everything's covered by the blood. Oh, and listen to me. Here's a word from the Lord this morning. Woe unto you if you uncover what He's covered. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Woe unto you if you uncover what God has covered with the blood. When He covers sin, leave it alone. It's gone as far as the east is from the west. Ah. I don't even know why I put this in my Bible this morning But I did And I want you to know that the rest of my journey Is going to be this My father was an incredible writer An incredible person with poetry And he put together A selection of poems But he entitled it this My soul followeth hard after God You know who follows hard after God? Men and women who are weak Hey, the Spirit of the Lord is here. If you're strong in the flesh, you don't have any time for this. I'm about to begin praying in the Holy Ghost here. People who are strong in their own natural venues, they don't know what that means. But we who are weak and know our weaknesses, we follow hard after God. It's a big distinction. Listen to me. It's not the volume of your mouth. It's the volume of your lifestyle. Let the Lord be praised in this place. Uh Uh-huh. I I didn't know if everybody was going to be able to clap on that one. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. How can you tell? Because my body feels like electricity right now. How do, what does that mean? When you follow hard after God, God begins to signal you. The conductor begins to speak and the train begins to move. Are you moving with Him? Are you in step with the Spirit of God? Not your peers. But are you in step with the voice of the Lord in your life? So I want to ask you this morning, no, no, He is asking us because he put this together because he's the conductor and I'm just one on the train but when that train begins to move I begin to write I begin to work I begin to walk oh there's some W's for you this morning come on are you really underneath the umbrella of the Holy Ghost or is it a front can I tell you the five stories I'm going to share with you this morning will reveal people who were a front the gospel of Jesus Christ under the old covenant next week we're going to take a look at what it means to be successful in the new covenant if you have your Bibles and go to 1 John chapter 2 verse 16 well the spirit of the Lord is here for everything in the world listen to it again everything in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life comes not from the father So when you see me operating in any of those venues, you know daddy's not at work. Not talking about my earthly dad. I'm talking about my heavenly father. When you see pride erupting in my life. When you see the lust of the eyes taking me where I should not go. I'll be sharing with you about a woman by the name of Wanderer. We know her today as Delilah. But her meaning of that name was Wanderer. How many men have wondered with their eyes? Well, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Comes not from the Father, but from the world. 2 Peter 1.4 says, Having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Man, it's not my friends. It's not my family. It's not my environment. It's not my culture. I wish this house was filled with educators so that I could proclaim that verse. Man, if I could just move them from here to there, or we could move from this state to this state, or from this church to that church. No, the issue is on the inside, not the outside. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Preach on, brother. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7 says this. And the Lord said unto Samuel, I mean, know oh, there are a lot of people that are glad Samuel is no longer around. But the voice of the Lord is still here. Samuel is home with the father, but the voice of the Lord is still here. Uh, It's okay. I cannot tell you how many times in a day that the Holy Spirit irritates and troubles me. (laughs) Oh, yes, the Holy Spirit irritates the flesh. Where it has not been crucified, the flesh becomes Adamic towards the Holy Ghost, meaning the old Adam rises up. It is the way I see it. It's going to be the way I want it. And what are you going to do about it? Man, the spirit of the Lord is here. And so the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance. We're getting ready to talk about success. Or on the height of his stature, because I've refused him. Whoa. whoa! This is the Lord speaking through Samuel. For the Lord sees not as a man sees, for man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. I would have had less sin pockets in my life if I would have embraced that verse years ago. Did you hear what I just said? I would have had less sin pockets in my life if I would have embraced that because I was outward when the Spirit of God was trying to teach me inward. Let me put it this way. Just because they look good in a uniform doesn't mean they're ready to line up and play. Let me put it this way. On Friday, we had Derek Walker who played with uh, Danny Werfel on the 96 championship team. There's a lot of information, I'll just let that rest. But Derek came into the auditorium, and he still looks like that guy in 1996. Like, you could suit him up, and he could get up there at that offensive guard, and he would still dominate. Not only because of the way he looks, but by the character he's developed in his life. So this morning, I want to share five stories with you rather quickly, and I want you to be thinking with me, what does it mean to be successful? Let's pray together. Now, Father, as we dig into these five stories, I pray that the Holy Spirit will just begin to settle down into our hearts, over our minds, and then over the course of this past week. And then as we begin to open up the floodgates to the new week, we're asking that we will begin to put on some new lenses to know what it really means to walk in success. In Jesus' name, God's people said, amen. Amen. This world judges and promotes... Successful people based on personality. Hopefully you're going to take some notes. But I know the Holy Spirit has put this together so you can always go back and ask Him to reference this for you. Personality. Personality. I've done some evaluations in my lifetime. I've been involved in hiring in my lifetime. And I want to tell you, you can get hooked and trapped on personalities. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Let's talk about Potiphar's wife. In Genesis chapter 39, listen closely. Now, Joseph was well-built and handsome. And I put a note beside that, not you. Well-built and handsome. And when the put down, it's an honest evaluation. Joseph was a stud. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe he said that. You were thinking it. Joseph was well built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, come to bed with me. This isn't the only generation that's doing what it's doing. Way back there in this era, they were bold and straightforward. Let's get it on. That's what she's saying. But he refused. Oh, so there was more to him than his looks. With me in charge, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. Wow. Whoa. So he understood his position. But he didn't take advantage of it. You know, the f- I don't know if we're going to get all five of them. That's not that important. You can have my notes if you're interested in get, getting out of your life and into his life. The flesh will never refuse the opportunities of the natural. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? Let me, let me use myself as an example. And God forbid this would ever happen. I want to make this so clear so that it, it will relate and resonate in your life. If I was to cheat on my wife after 30-some years of marriage... That, listen to me, I don't care what Hollywood says, it's called wicked. Did you hear that? It's called wicked. Well, brother, I don't believe that. Take it up with the author, not me. Here it is. Take it on. Listen, Joseph said, everything is available to me in this house but you. You are not available to me, and if I was to take advantage of this, Because you're cool, and you got personality, and I'm a stud, and I got personality. It is wicked. The church doesn't even recognize wickedness anymore. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Mm. From the world's point of view, success is driven by lust, and it's dominated by self-fulfillment. It's what's for me. What's in my best interest? Really? Let me think about that for just a moment. There he hangs up there on the cross. Not that one, but there he is. Draw it up in your mind. There he is. And he says to his father, I'm coming down. This is not in my best interest. It was in the Father's best interest so that all of us could have a place in heaven that he would be willing to pass up what he was capable of doing. He could have called 12,000, 12 million, how many other angels? He could have called them and brought him down from that cross. But it wasn't about Jesus. It was about the will of the Father. I said this past week, and I want to give this to all of our men. And let me speak it to my own heart first. I am to love Robin the way Jesus has loved me. And you all don't know how wicked I used to be. Sometimes, of course, before I met him, but I could still be a little jerky and a little jacked up, even after coming to Christ. But I am to love my wife as Jesus has loved me. I know what the Scripture says. Love her as Christ loves the church. If you think that you're getting down the stretch without any incidents, either in your family or in the body of Christ or in the workforce, you're mistaken. But love others the way he has loved you. Well, it wasn't easy. It wasn't hard for Jesus to love me. I'm so okay, personality. Do you hear the word of the Lord this morning? Do you hear the word of the Lord this morning? Another personality type in the Old Testament. It wasn't, oh, by the way, ladies, you can relax. The last three are about the men. Thank God. Are you picking on us today? No, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us today. The Holy Spirit doesn't pick on us. We frame our words out of our mindsets. We frame our words out of our mindsets. The Holy Spirit doesn't come to pick on us. He comes to speak to us. And we have free moral wills where you can go, I'm shutting this down and can't wait to get out of here. But you didn't shut him down. You shut down. You don't shut the voice of God down. You shut yourself down. Holy Spirit of God. Holy Spirit of God. What kind of man is this in this house? It's a man who follows hard after God. Why? Because I'm learning more and more about my weaknesses. And when you're weak, you find who's strong. And I looked around to see if there were other men who were strong and found that they were weaker than I was or as weak. So I'm going to go after the one who's never been weak. Oh, it's a quiet house. But I'm going to preach the Word. I'm going to preach the Word. I'm going to keep preaching the Word. I'm going to keep preaching. You know how I want to go home? One or two ways. Either one in my sleep, just go to bed, go to sleep, go home. That's a great way to go or actually be preaching the word and just go home. That's how I want to do it. If he asks me, I'm going to say number two. Why? Because there may be some lost people there in that particular service when that happens, and they'll go, oh, my goodness, he was right there preaching, and he left. Let's pause for a moment. We're going to pray for Will Smith's family not only because he came out of Ohio State, because I want to talk to you for a moment as a pastor, that all of us need to be a little bit more careful and guarded on our highways and streets. Last night, Will, who played for New Orleans got rammed in on the back end, causing him to bump into the person in front of him. I haven't lost my mind. I'm talking about going home. You don't know when you're going home. This could be your last day in the house. This could be your last day on earth. You need to know. Oh, I'm very successful. That's not the question. Are you ready to meet him? And so uh, Will... Oh, by the way, his father's a pastor in Ohio. Will gets out of his car... And gets into it with the driver who did the slamming, rear end. The guy takes out a gun, multiple shots, kills Will Smith there, and shoots his wife, who's still living. I'm inviting you to watch out for wickedness on the streets and on the highways. Let others have their way. Preserve your life. Oh, there's a nice word. But I don't want to. I'm Let others have their way preserve your life and your family somewhere down in New Orleans today there are children and a wife when she comes to that's going to realize her husband went home to be with the Lord didn't matter that he was a great athlete in Ohio, doesn't matter that he was a great athlete at Ohio State, doesn't matter that he was, I'm talking about success doesn't matter that he was the number 18 pick in the first round and he had nine years in pro football and he was in the uh, uh, pro bowl and all of that he's gone, he's done, he's finished Only one life will soon be passed and only what's done for Christ will last. Let me give it to you again. Only one life will soon be passed and only what's done for Christ will last. Let's pray. Father, I'm not done with the message, by the way. Father, I thank you for Will Smith and the rich heritage of his family. I thank you for his dad as a pastor. And I pray that you would comfort, comfort, comfort. Oh, God, comfort, comfort the family. I pray for his children. I pray for full recovery for his wife in Jesus' name. And other athletes that are going through hard times at any level of athletics, I pray in Jesus' name that you will come in and and hover their their presence with your presence, and prepare them a table in the presence of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, we cover in Jesus' name. And God's people said, amen. Amen. Well, I want to go on. The Holy Spirit said, you're not going anywhere. You're weird. Oh, really? That's not bad. They said a lot worse things about Jesus. So if you're just calling me weird, I'm, I'm not too far behind, but I'm definitely behind him. Come on, church. Who here this morning needs prayer for the presence of God over your life, over a situation you'd like to stand? I just want to pray over you real quick. One of the things that comes out of my heritage is this, a life of prayer on both sides of the Cook and the Weber heritage, women and men of prayer. You just need prayer this morning. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I thank you this morning that we can bow in prayer. God, I thank you for my family. God, I thank you for this family right here. I thank you for the body of Christ. And Father, I thank you your word declares no weapon formed against them would ever prosper. I know that you've made them the head and not the tail. Now, Father, they're going through some things, but I thank you that you have declared that You will go before us and make the crooked places straight. I thank you that in your words you said greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Father, I thank you that nothing will separate us from the love of God. So I ask in Jesus' name that you will not only hover, but your presence will increase in their lives and their situations and circumstances will be resolved. In Jesus' name, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. And we cover every family with the precious blood of the Lamb. In Jesus' name, would you give God a praise offering. As you see to turn to someone and say, you know what? That's covered. That's covered. Still dealing with personality. Let me just take a moment and switch from preaching to teach for just a moment. Having a great father in my life, he used to talk to me all the time. You have no business talking to the devil. But you have every business to use God's word against the devil. It's in scripture that we can say, the Lord rebuke you. And that's what I was doing. That's I pray to the Father in heaven through Jesus Christ. But when there's moments when I know that the enemy is pressing hard on the lives of people, I will absolutely go to the book of James. I will go to those passages and I will declare the Lord rebuke you. Not Dennis Weber, but the Lord rebuke you. Don't you remember you got your butt kicked? He's kicking it again. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. The Lord rebuke you. There's such a battle going on in the heavenlies. Let's just cover one other person on personality, and I'll stop. This thing may go longer than just two services, two messages. Let's talk about another individual. Her name, Delilah. I wouldn't even name my dog Delilah, let alone some radio show with whoever that person is, and she is Delilah. Well, Delilah means she is one who weakens. I think I use the word wonder. She is one who weakens. Can I talk to the men? These ladies are not here this morning. So ladies, you're okay. Gentlemen, there are women in the community and communities and in the states and in the nation and in the nations. How do you know? I've been around a little bit. They will weaken you. I didn't say in this house. There are women that will weaken you. Hearken to the word of the Lord. We who are married are blessed. Keep it that way. Ah, oh, Spirit of the Lord. In Judges chapter 16, sometimes later, he, Samson, fell in love with a woman in the valley of Sokar, whose name was Delilah. And Samson was at fault before Delilah ruined him because he was told not to go there and not to engage with those women. Gentlemen, what has God spoken to you about? You better obey God. The rulers of the Philistines went to her and said, See if you can lure him into showing you the secret of his great strength. Hmm. Gosh, I wish I was in school right now or in a locker room where I could talk straight. We think they want what we want. i got to see how he wants to tailor this so no one's purposely offended. We think that Delilah wants what we want, but she got a whole different game she's playing. But because we're so driven with the smaller head, we can't see the game. Let alone play. Oh, good preaching. Samson's proud of me this morning. Don't get mad. She had a whole different game, and guess what? Only because I went back to study it, money was involved. Money was involved. Now the ladies are tuning in going, what's he saying? (laughs) A lot. Listen to the Holy Spirit. When God, excuse me, when a woman can be used by darkness, there's no telling what will happen to your finances. I, I, I know, turn to somebody and say, I think we still love him. But see, here's the deal. How can I be a servant of the Lord? How can I be a shepherd? How can I be a pastor when I know God's truth and I know the word and I've watched for a host of years and then not say anything to protect God's people? There's a game being played out there. And you and I are the victims of those games when we do not allow the Holy Spirit. I did use the word victim. We become a victim when we do not allow the umbrella of his presence to overshadow us. And we will not allow the Holy Spirit to baptize us with fire and love and grace and mercy. Gentlemen, you are easy picking. Mr. Weber, Dennis Weber, do you understand that you could go down tonight if God took his hand off your life? that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me on that last one I'm not afraid of the Holy Spirit I love him and I embrace him and I'm going to obey him now listen closely as we wrap this see if you can lure him into showing you the secret of his great strength and how we can overpower him that's why you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit I'm not going to walk around and ask you if you have and if you're willing and do you you and I are no match for the powers of darkness without the power of the Holy Ghost Tie him up and subdue him. There are a lot of men that have been tied up and subdued. And they're walking around. We see them as free, but they're not. They're in bondage. You sure, Pastor, that she was working for money? Each one of us will give you. Spirit of the Lord is here. And the first thing he has shown to us is that this world calls success the dominator by personality. You can override people with your personality. Not the Holy Spirit, you can't. Hallelujah. You, Let me say that again as we close. You, I made a commitment to the Lord that if he ever allowed me to coach, I would never try to intimidate, dominate, because those are all acts of the flesh. Tough, tough, Oh, yeah, tough. Fair? Absolutely. Then I asked the Lord, I said, if you do keep me in the ministry, I commit myself to not try to intimidate, browbeat, bulldog, dominate other people. Because listen to me, I'll let you in on a little secret. At 62 years of age, if the Spirit of the Lord doesn't change you, ain't nothing going to change you. I don't care how big you are. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how much personality you've got. I don't care what you've got. If the Holy Spirit of God does not change the human heart, you're not changing. Gentlemen, this morning in this room, it is time for us to guard our hearts. The only one who should know my strength is my wife. She walks with him as I do. The only one who should know all of my weaknesses would be Robin because she walks with him and he knows them. And she has become a buffer, a protection over my life. Gentlemen, they're still out there. Who, Pastor? Potiphar's wife is still out there. Delilah, she's everywhere. Gentlemen, your personality cannot supersede the ministry of the Holy Spirit. How many men, ladies are going, I'm feeling good today. The Holy Spirit or the pastor, probably the pastor. I know how the flesh works. That's just the pastor doing that. He's trying to jack us around. Okay, play on. Just play on. Keep playing your cards. Lay him down. Pick them up. But Listen one more time. Your personality and your power structure will never supersede, gentlemen, the Holy Ghost. It cost, oh, I know. It cost Samson. And it cost Joseph. Though he didn't do anything. But it cost Joseph. And now, ladies, this message has really come clean for all of us as men. But I wonder how many men would like to stand and say, Hey, Dennis, Pastor, I never want my personality to supersede the power of the Holy Ghost. And I want to tell you one more time, and with this we pray. And men are going to get a chance to stand. Tom Dooley said the other day, a couple weeks perhaps by now, he said this, The most dangerous day in the life of a Christian is when God lets you have your own way. I'm not coming under the Holy Ghost. I'm not listening to the Holy Spirit. And the moment I can get away from you, the better. I am my own. Okay. But I wonder how many men this morning would like to say, stand with me and say, you know what? My personality will never supersede the power of the Holy Ghost. I will always yield to the Spirit of God. And I will, even though it may look like I'm extremely weak, I will yield. I will even yield in my home, so that my marriage, which is a covenant with you and God, and with the family of God, so that everything always stays intact, I will yield because I know His power is greater. I knew there would be men start standing; they weren't even going to wait for me. Even even if I'm in a tug of war with my children, even if my wife and I are not seeing it right now, I still I am going to yield. I'm going to yield because I know the power that's working in me is going to be the power that's going to work in her, or it could be the other way around. Glory to God. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Any other men that would like to stand? Could be young men. Man, this didn't mean a thing to me this morning, Dennis. I'm a teenager and I could care less. Well, you just you just wait till you meet Delilah. You, you just wait. You 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 think those tight jeans and that nice top, she's all about what you're about? You kidding yourself, you're crazy. She's playing a whole another game at a different level. Yeah, but I never have lost. Really? Any other men that would like to stand? Oh, let's pray. Father, we bow in your presence this morning and confess as men that many of us have bought into the world's scheme of success and we have really worked on our personality so that we're always at the head of the class and we're always the one and everybody kind of looks to us. Father, we are weak men. We are weak. When we view the cross, we are weak. If you were to tell us to go down the Via Della Rosa, man, we'd sprint the other way. I would be at the front of the line, Lord. The natural weakness is no competitor with the power of the Holy Ghost. So Holy Spirit, we are standing, maybe bowing in your presence this morning, and we're asking that you would forgive us of our sins as men, where we have allowed personality plus to have sway over us, and we've allowed the influence of success to dominate what we do, where we go, and how we go, and we want to come underneath the umbrella. Woo, glory to God. Oh, we want to come underneath the umbrella of the Holy Spirit this morning. Oh, please put each of the men and young men underneath that umbrella. Oh, God, our families need men under the umbrella of your power. I'm asking in Jesus' name for your glory as you've done it through the centuries. Do it again all over this nation. Raise up men who absolutely will not live by the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, or the pride of life. I thank you for your word. I praise you for your word today. Let your name be exalted in this place. And everybody said, amen. Those that are not standing, would you be willing to stand and give these men a big round of applause for their willingness to stand? Oh, come on now, church. Let's stand together and let's give God praise. Father, I thank you for my daddy. Thank you for my earthly father. I thank you that he taught me well. Seal the word with prayer. So now, Father, we seal the word so that it will not be stolen when we walk out of here. We seal the word of the Lord. We seal it now deep in our spirits, registering in our minds and balanced in our hearts. To God be the glory. Great things you have done and greater things you will do. And we bless you and we honor you and we love you. In Jesus' name, ah, we honor you. Ah, we honor you. Ah, we honor you. Oh, we honor you. Oh, could you just take a moment and thank him across the room? Presence, just thank him. Just thank him. Maybe something came out this morning that you needed. Just say thank you to the Father. Just say thank you. Thank you. All paid for by the life of Jesus Christ, his death, his resurrection his ascension, he prayed over this service, he's praying over the nations even now interceding that the word would go forth we give you thanks, we give you praise we give you thanks, I give you praise I, I, I'm amazed at what you've done, I'm amazed at what you've done in this region, I'm amazed at what you've done with my life, I'm so amazed, I stand in awe of who you are, oh God I thank you And we wrap up this afternoon's service now and I ask for the anointing of the Lord upon Coach Curtis Stacy. Anoint him. May the worship, may everything be done to bring honor and glory to Jesus Christ and God's people said, amen. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.